Hello and welcome back to the Charger Online Podcast. We're here for one of the most jam-packed weekends of football in possibly NFL history, the divisional round. I'm Quentin Gilbert and this is my partner Clayton. What's poppin'? And we're here to walk you through everything that happened in this wild weekend. Okay, so first up this weekend was the surprise Cincinnati Bengals taking on the the heavy favorite, the Tennessee Titans, with their King Henry coming back from injury. And Clayton, did you... Who did you expect to win this game? Bengals all the way. Bengals? Well, I was more of a realist. I was going for the Titans, and, you know, I thought I thought King Derrick Henry would come back and look like his normal playoff self, nope. but, you know, he really wasn't. Looked he came back at only, at only um, his second leading rusher on his team with only about 40 yards. He really didn't make much of an impact outside of the first quarter touchdown run. Mm-mm. Clayton, what did you see from the Bengals? Um... I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to say what I didn't see from the Titans. Okay. So, Derrick Henry, he was almost non-existent. Um, Tannehill, I don't think he played his best game. He still seemed a little bit off. I'm not sure if it was because Henry wasn't on his game either. or I don't, honestly don't know. But the Bengals, they were stopping Derrick Henry left and right. And, yeah. I think I might have to agree. I don't think the Bengals won this one as much as the Titans lost it. Um, Tannehill... They had shown graphics the last two or three weeks. He had thrown seven touchdowns, no no interceptions. He came out, what did he throw, four interceptions? Something like that, it's three or four. Three interceptions, yep. only 220 yards. If you're not getting an impact from the run game, that's not going to work. That could have worked the last couple of years for the Titans when Derrick Henry's running for 150, six yards to carry. That's just not the case. Leading rusher was Dante Foreman, only rushed for 66 yards on four rushes. They, they gave him the ball more. They might be in better shape. But, you know, they want to stick with their guy. But in the playoffs, you got to do whatever's going to work. Um, Jamar Chase, rookie of the year, all pro. He's, He's he, had an, he had another worldly game. 100 yards, some big catches that at the end get him in field goal range. Along with his, along with his former LSU teammate, Joe Burrow, 350 yards. No, no touchdowns. They relied on the field goal a lot. Joe Mixon punched one in. As a Steelers fan, it hurts me, but this Bengals team is here for a long time. They're they're going to be pretty good. What, how do you feel about the Bengals for the from the long run? Long run, I feel like they're going to be okay. I think they definitely need an O line though, protect Burrow. Because I saw this last week against the Buccaneers. He was sacked what nine times? I think it was ten. Yeah, ten times sacked. That's just not going to fly against the Chiefs this weekend. Yeah. With it, Titans have a good pass rush, but so do the Chiefs. Bud, D- Bud Dupree and Jeffrey Simmons for the Titans were killing them. Oh yeah. Um, how do you feel about the How do you feel about the Bengals next week against the Chiefs? I want to say I want Bengals to go all the way, but if O line isn't blocking for them, I feel like Chiefs are going to win. These red hot Cincinnati Bengals with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase will head to Kansas City, Missouri to take on the champion Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. From the sunny music city of Nashville, Tennessee, up to the cold, frigid. City of Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Packers took on the Niners in a pretty ugly affair. Um, Packers seemingly controlled this game throughout the first three quarters, though they'd only put about ten points to show for it. Um, Clayton, do you think that the Packers really just blew this one? Uh, yeah, I think their special teams blew, especially that block punt towards the end. Special teams was atrocious. At the end of the first half, blocked field goal. End of the end of the second half. Um, Block punt for a touchdown. That's really what swung this game around. Mm-hmm. Gave the Niners the spark they needed to win. 
Jimmy Jimmy G wasn't great, only 130 yards, one interception, but he did come up late in the game. Um, they set up a winning Robbie Gold field goal. And can we talk about how automatic Robbie Gould is? 20-plus for 20 in the post in his postseason history with the Bears and Niners. That's He might not have the, the range of guys like Justin Tucker or Chris Boswell, but, man, is he consistent. Um, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Um, 20 for 29, 225. He, he didn't play bad necessarily. I don't think he's what let his team down, but he definitely wasn't great. Um, at seeing this very, very um, disappointing ending for the Packers season, mm-hmm. do you think he'll be back? I I know there's been some speculation about him potentially going to Denver. It says if he goes, Devontae's going to go with him because he's mad about them um, not doing a rebuild. Rumors are Aaron Rodgers could be headed to Denver, Pittsburgh, Oakland, or even maybe back to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It would take a lot of it take a lot of cleaning to go back to Green Bay though. That's a real tough way to end the season. Um, For sure. Let's talk about the Niners, though. Their defense came up big in the second half. Their um, their workhorse this year, Debo Samuel, came up with some big runs, big catches, get them in field goal range. Mm-hmm. What do you see from the 49ers? Well, first of all, uh, Jimmy G, he threw, what, zero touchdowns? True. And that's his third game this season where his defense has carried him all the way. The only touchdown in the game was from the special teams. Yeah. So, um, how, how many yards did he throw for again? Only 131. Yeah, I don't see them beating the Rams. I know, I know they haven't won. Sorry, they've beaten them three times this season, and they haven't. They've beaten them every single time three years straight. But honestly, I have the Rams killing them this next week. Hey, don't sleep on the don't sleep on the um run heavy offense. The old more old school. They love to run the ball. Get the ball to Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel, um Kyle Uzcheck even gets the ball sometimes. Um, they're dangerous when they get the ball in their hands. And as long as Jimmy G can find his security blanket in George Kittle, I think they've got a good shot. They they're the Rams kryptonite. The Rams can't the Rams can't cover this hard ground and pound. Coming up this Sunday, the 49ers will travel down to what they call Levi Stadium South at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California. Um they they seem to play their best football there and their fans seem to take it over. Um there were rumors that there were rumors that um the Rams were only going to sell to LA area ticket holders, but Turns out they couldn't sell enough tickets just in L.A., so they opened it up. So expect 49ers faithful to be there and be loud. After a wild Saturday featuring two um, road teams with walk-off field goals, the, the games going into the weekend that were most heavily talked about were Rams, Bucks, and Bills, Chiefs on Sunday, but no one really thought it could lit up, live up to the hype of Saturday. It definitely did. Early in the day, we had the Rams taking on the Bucks, and the Rams just dominated this one, or so we thought. Yeah. Came out to a 27-3 lead for Matt Stafford and the Rams. They were absolutely dominating. The only thing holding them back was small cute, I mean, small misses every now and then. Um, uh, um, a Cam Akers fumble at the end of the first half that yeah. could have given them about a 30-point lead. Um, a, a bad snap over Stafford's head to lose about 40 yards and lose the ball. Um, missed field goals. They just did about everything they could to lose this game. What, do, what did you think from the Rams? I think there were too many like, crucial mistakes that could have ended the game. Like, I mean, this is the, this is the goat. It's the best quarterback of all time on the opposite end. So if they make, if they made, I think one more mistake, I think the Bucks win this one. That's very true. Um, I think I think the Rams got really lucky that their quarterback's Matt Stafford, and he had to deal with the Detroit Lions for all these years, and he made all these mistakes, and he got used to playing from behind, and he was used to. He was used to carrying a team on his back. Um, 
Stafford Stafford threw for 366 and two touchdowns, none being more important than his final two reception, final two completions to Cooper Cup. One one to get them around the 40, 50, and then one to put them in the in the red zone for an easy um, field goal to win the game. Um, what do you think about Matt Stafford in this game? I think towards the beginning he was like really dominant. Towards more of the end, he wasn't. I want to say like as dominant. I feel like his team didn't like rally around him as much. So he had that that, that little post from Cooper Cup in the, in the spike for the game-winning field goal. Yeah, it was really a pass-heavy game for the um, for the Rams as as Cam Akers did run the ball 24 times, but only 48 yards. Two two yards carry isn't going to get it done in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Stafford, Odell, and Cooper Cup put him on their back, and the defense bet they bet they definitely bet, but they didn't break. Okay, let's talk about the Bucks. Um, yes, Brady played a good game. 330, one touchdown. He did throw an interception. Um, it was just too little, too late. Not they didn't do anything in the first half. I think they went three and out three straight times. Um, they just didn't they just didn't do enough in the first half to compete in the second. Um, they tried. The Rams tried giving it to them, but they just couldn't take it. I don't. I there's been speculation about Tom Brady retiring. I don't know if he would want to do that with um, going out on a divisional loss. He's the type of guy that needs to go out in a Super Bowl. What do you think? I 100% agree with that. Um, Tom Brady has been dominant ever since he stepped on the football field. Uh, he's what six Super Bowls, seven, seven, seven now. Yeah, one with the Bucks. I think he can. Use, I think he can easily get another one for sure. I think so. Um, the Bucks are going to be losing a ton of pieces. They re-signed their all 22 starters this season. That's good. A lot of them were on the end of their deal though this season. So um, I saw Bruce Arians. He he's calling it. It's they're going to retool. They're not going to rebuild. They need to they need to capitalize on the last years of Brady and take advantage and hopefully get Super Bowl number three for Tampa Bay. Yeah. Coming off the big win, the Rams will host. Coming off the big win against the Bucks, the Rams will be back in the conference championship round at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California, taking on this, um, their bitter rival 49ers. Seem to be their kryptonite, but but do you think they can get do you think they can get by them this time? Hundred percent. I have Rams killing them. All right, you heard it here first. That's next Sunday. All right, and now for the most anticipated game of the weekend, maybe the season. Bills versus Chiefs. Two heavyweights going at it. Two of the best offensive I've ever seen. Two amazing quarterbacks, and Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. What do you think about this game? Was it exhilarating? 100%. Um, both quarterbacks are pro- probably like the two, three best quarterbacks in the league right now. I'd say they're both top two, honestly. I'd say um, Holmes is one, Josh Allen's two. This was definitely a pass-heavy game. There's definitely like a few crucial runs here and there, but definitely pass-heavy. Josh Allen had, what, 365 yards and four touchdowns? Four touchdowns for Allen, 330, and three only three touchdowns for Mahomes, 380. They did get one from Mahomes on the rush. Yeah. That was something big in this game. It was there weren't many designed run plays, but um, along with being their passing leader, Josh Allen was the Bills' rushing leader at 68 yards. Mahomes was the Chiefs' rushing leader at 69 yards and a touchdown. Um, they really they really carried each team on their back here. And then someone I also need to highlight for Buffalo, um, Davis, right? Gabriel Davis. Yep. 201 yards on eight receptions, four touchdowns, none being bigger than the one that should have put them over the top at the end of regulation, but. After Buffalo takes that three-point lead and brings life to the entire city of Buffalo, New York, and, and kills Chiefs, 
that man Mahomes, um, he's insane. His coach Andy Reid said, "When things are looking grim, be the Grim Reaper," and that's who he was. With 13 seconds left, two two completions. First to Tyree Kill, second to Travis Kelsey, put them in field goal range for the automatic Harrison Butker. And just like that, when it looked like they had no hope, we're going right back to overtime. Yep. Let's talk about let's talk about the decision by the Bills. How with 13 seconds left, how do you not how do you not squib the ball? Take one play away from them. Uh, I honestly don't know. I feel like they should have had that. Being you, completely honest, yeah. you kick the ball in the end zone. You give them 13 seconds, two plays from the 25. You squib the ball, they're probably getting them around 30, 35. They're getting a couple yards. But, you know, second, there's only eight or nine seconds on the clock. I don't know. how They wouldn't be able to get two long plays, maybe a long play and a short play. There's no way it would have been as easy a field goal for Butker. I feel like I feel like the Bills did what the Bills usually do, and they played a great game, but they just didn't know how they, – they don't know how to win. They don't know how to win. The Chiefs know how to win, and that's what Andy Reid's been doing the last couple of years in Kansas City. And just a heartbreaker for the Bills. Let's talk about the coin toss. Coin toss. This is one where you can get me really going. Yeah. Um, one of the most broken rules in sports. Um, you get two amazing offenses, two great teams. Of course, whoever wins the coin toss is going to go down and score. Yeah. Say the Bills win that coin toss. They go down and score. Kansas City fans are mad, just like 2018 when Tom Brady did the same thing to their beloved Chiefs. Yeah. Um, but now... It's the Bills' turn for heartbreak, and two years in a row. Two years in a row. Same team. N- none more than this. Last year they got beat. They got beat last year. They might have lost this one. Um, that coin. T- that's brutal. They should have never been in position, but they were. And you can't make you can't make excuses like that in sports. No sir. And I gotta say, NFL. If you don't change this rule this offseason, I don't know what's up. This is like if you, if you're playing my favorite sport of baseball, and you go to the tenth inning and Say the White Sox are playing the Cubs. White Sox score in the top of the first, and the game's just over. How's that fair to the Cubs? The Cubs could score easily in the in the bottom of the tenth. There you go. Like, um, I know that I know the NFL wants to protect players and doesn't want to extend games, but in the playoffs, I think these guys are more than willing to play for for fairness. In the regular season, you want to keep a shorter overtime. I get it, but you already extended. You you already have the postseason playoffs at 15 minutes opposed to 10. So why not use the 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. One drive? That's just that's not the way football works. Every team needs a shot, correct? Yeah. All right. Well, the Chiefs did get the win, as controversial as it as controversial as it might have been. They're going to host Cincinnati Bengals at at the loudest stadium in in America, Arrowhead Stadium. And do you, how do you think the do you think the Bengals have any shot in this one? I want to say it's just about even, but. Mahomes' uh, offensive line has gotten better. Burroughs has not gotten better. I th- that's a pretty hot take. I've, I've got Vegas has the Chiefs as a seven-point favorite. I I like that pretty much right there. Um, Chiefs have a great O-line after being pretty miserable the last couple of years. Yeah. Drafted Creed Humphrey um, from Alabama. He's been a – no, he went to Oklahoma. He went to Oklahoma. Um, and he's been incredible. A lot of people want him as rookie of the year. That's not going to happen because Jamar Chase exists. <laughs> Jamar Chase is too good. But maybe the second best offensive rookie of the year in Creed Humphrey, and that line's just been great. Um, Mahomes, Mahomes seemingly has all time in the pocket, and that that allows him to run for all these yards if he can't find Tyreek or Travis Kelsey or Pringle or Hardman. He's just got so many weapons. Um, 
you know what? They even have Josh Gordon. No one even knows it because they don't even have to use him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mahomes is able to run for 69 yards with this great protection. Say he's sitting back there, he can't find anything. He's like, okay, I'll take off, and he can get about 10. A, he can get about 10 a play, and if you can get that, you're not going to lose very many ball games. A little bit off topic. Um, I'm partially rooting for the Bengals because of Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend. Brittany Mahomes has yeah. been pretty controversial lately. Her and yeah. her and his brother Jackson. Yeah. Making TikToks. Um, Brittany did, um, throw a bottle of champagne, champagne all over their fans. All over the fans and the. Yeah. It was very cold last weekend. I know so it was. Yeah, that would have sucked. N- that probably would have been fun if they were in their suite, but man, that yeah. couldn't have been fun for the fans down there. They That's probably true. didn't care though because they had just won. Mm. But man, Still. they got a Bills fan, and they'd probably be losing their minds. Hey, for. And then Jackson Mahomes obviously make always controversy. Um, earlier this year, dancing on the Sean Taylor's um, spot on the field. Mm-hmm. He's if people last season made fun of Juju Smith-Schuster for dancing, this year's Jackson Mahomes' turn. Yeah. And I, you know, I love Patrick Mahomes. I don't know how he puts up with these two. They just, they might be good people, but man, they seem annoying. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to Kansas City. That's the first game this Sunday at 3 o'clock on CBS. Clayton, what are your score predictions for this one? I feel like it's definitely going to be a close game. Um, I've got the Chiefs winning by 7, like the prediction. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 27-20. 27-20. You know, watching, watching what I saw last week, the Bengals offense couldn't capitalize. They kicked three or four field goals. Um, Chiefs scored about four or five touchdowns. Yes. Bengals are good. They'll be here. They'll be back. Oh, yeah. But I think the Chiefs are going to run away with this one late. It'll be close in the first half. Give me Chiefs 44-28. High score. Yeah. High score. Did, did you watch the game last week? I, I did. That if was, they're, if yeah. Mahomes is throwing the ball like he did last week, they're, um, I'll take the Bills defense over the Bengals defense. So yeah. he, he might score more. Um, Bengals, if they want a chance in this, they're going to have to control the clock. Mm. Big big plays are great. Big plays to Chase are great. But they need to establish some Joe Mixon running, short pass game, keep that clock ticking. You're the underdog. You need to get the – shorten the game. Shorten the game. That's the only way you got a chance to win. Yeah, and I can see the uh, Chiefs doing kind of what the Titans and the Buccaneers did, where they kind of put like double-team Jamar the whole game. Because he's, he's – um, he's Burrow's like main target. That's, that's his guy. If you neutralize him, he can't do much. That's a, that's a really good point. Um – so I think, I think they will double team Jamar Chase because you can't not double team him. He's too good. Mm-hmm. But um, you know T Higgins, the former Clemson guy, um, he's pretty dang good too. If mm-hmm. and T J um, C J Ozuma, the tight end, nobody knew him. He's a veteran, but he's been great this year. Mm-hmm. If if Burrow can find one of those two, they're gonna have a chance. But you can't force the ball to um. Jamar, that's how you're going to throw picks. That's how you're going to lose the game. Throwing picks to to the Chiefs, that's not a good um, formula for success. All right, and the final game for next weekend will be the Niners taking on the Rams. We've touched on this one a little bit, but kicking off at 630 on Fox, who do you have winning, and what do you have the score? This is more of a tough one because, obviously, the uh, Niners have been so dominant against the Rams for three years straight uh, and three times this season as well. Um, but I do have the Rams winning. I feel like um, it's going to be a good combination between the Rams' offense. They, they, have, they have a good defense as well, but I have their oh, offense yeah. and um, the Niners' defense slowing them down a little bit, especially Cooper Cup and Odell. I think the score is going to be 
14. It's pretty low scoring. That's what that's what we tend to see from 49ers. Mm. If we see a score of 21 to 14, I think that'll mean the Niners won. Low score favors them. A high score is going to favor the Rams. A shootout, the Rams win. Mm. Close game like the Niners been playing, that's going to go to the Niners. And that being said, I have a Super Bowl rematch of Super Bowl 54 coming up. I have the Niners right. taking down Jeez. the Rams. The um, Niners Chiefs. taking down the Rams. Wait. Yeah, to play the Chiefs. Oh, never mind, never mind. And yeah, I've got the 49ers winning at a score of probably 20 to 17. Um, Rams coming up just short. Matt Stafford played for the Lions his whole career. He, he used to coming up just short. As good as they are, as many they've got Von Miller and Aaron Donald, two MVPs on defense. They got Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., Cam Akers. They're really good. They're so good. But they're kryptonite the Niners, and the Niners are incredibly hot right now. Defense playing well behind Fred Warner. Offense playing well behind Debo Samuel. I've got, I've, I've got, the, I got the Niners, and I think that we're gonna see another Super Bowl with um, Jimmy G against Patrick Mahomes. Jimmy G might not be the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's getting back to that second Super Bowl, and he's gonna have a chance to win it. All right, Clayton. So that gives us two different Super Bowls. You have the Rams and the Chiefs. Let me hear who you got in that Rams or Chiefs. I feel like it's definitely going to be a tough contest because, I, I know I keep saying it, but the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, even Hilarion in the backfield, those guys are all those guys are all insane. But then again, the Rams, they have on defense, they have Jalen Ramsey, they have Aaron Donald, they have multiple other weapons. And then on offense, they also have Odell, Cooper Cup, they have Stafford. Well, yeah, yeah, but... Honestly, I don't, I, don't exactly, I don't know where to go here, but I've got I've got Chiefs. What score? It's definitely gonna be high scoring. Um, I'm gonna say it's really close. I'm saying 47-45. Oh my Jesus! Yep. I do not know if Jimmy G and the Niners are capable of scoring 45. Oh, you don't have the Niners. You have the Rams. Yep. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that going 47-45. That'll look like that famous Monday Night game from a couple years back. I think 2018 where. The Rams and the Niners played a Monday Night Football to um, a stream of high score. I think 110 points were scored. All-time classic. If we can get a – you know what? I might just want the, the Rams to win just so I can see that because I think that is a better Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That being said, I had the Niners, and I think the Niners are going to take on the Chiefs. And just like Super Bowl 54, I got the Chiefs, Chiefs coming up on top. Give me a score of 26-20. to 20. I'm not sure what the score of the Super Bowl was a couple years ago. That sounds pretty similar to me. It was a pretty yeah. close game, mm-hmm. even though the Chiefs did seemingly control it. Um, I've got I got Patrick Mahomes as Super Bowl MVP again. Mm-hmm. He's getting his second. Andy Reid's getting his second. And we're, we're, we're watching. We're only at the beginning of a dynasty. This I don't know if they're in New England-level dynasty, but not looking at that offense, well, I, it, it might be getting there. Yeah, maybe like in a year or two. I don't think we'll see how they hold up. Let's see how they resign their players. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got the Chiefs getting number two in their in their um in this era and number three in team history. All right, thank you guys for being with us and listening to our football wrap up and predictions for this coming conference championship and Super Bowl. Um, all right, thank you for being with us and listening to our wrap up of this last week of football, this amazing week of football, and listening to our predictions for a. Hopefully a couple more great weeks of football, conference championships, 
uh, hopefully a great Super Bowl 56. Yes, sir. It should be a good one. You guys have a great night. Everybody have a great rest of your day. My name is Quentin. This is Clayton. Thanks for being with us. Peace.